words appear. The email addresses and groups mentioned in this program are no longer available. The Blind Handyman Group does exist in its new incarnation on groups.io. To join, send a blank email to blindhandyman plus subscribe at groups.io. That's blindhandyman plus subscribe at groups.io. Alternatively, you can join our Blind Handyman Facebook group. Links will be in the description box below. show recorded at the Little Ranch House on Southwood Drive here in Lufkin, Texas. For the next hour, we'll talk about building, repairing, and maintaining all designed with the blind in mind. The host for the show, Don Shaw. Well, Mr. Houston, you made it back. Well, it's good to have you back with us, too. Don Patterson's here. Yes, sir, and moving day at the Patterson's. Hey, 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 I'm Tom Houston, the creator and producer of the Blind Handyman Show, ladies and gentlemen, Phil Parr. Show 40, um... Four. Four. Yeah. Is this show 44? 44, it is. and it's July 15th, 2003. 2003. Man, it seems like months it's since a, we've done a, one years, of these silly maybe. blind handyman during that. It has been a while. Silly little old shows, you know. Just but, a, but wasn't vacation nicer? Uh, well, yeah, yes. it was, but uh, it just seems, you know, it's, now it seems kind of strange to be here. Yeah, it seems like. are doing one. I did four Blind Like Me shows just to put four of them together. All right. Very good. So I'm, I'm ahead. I, I wanted to have five ready before we started. Ahead of the game. And if you're listening on ACB Radio and you're listening on the 18th of June, July of 2000, whatever, three, what is this, 2003? Yeah. Oh, you should, you should immediately following the blind Andy man. Carry my one. And carry your one. You found your four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it. Only one of us really doing anything is uh, this guy, Mr. Stroke Victim here. He's going to have moving a stroke man. moving his furniture or not. Well, well, since we met last, uh, the you know, the people who keep up with the warden and I uh, yeah. may not know, but we, uh, uh, she had her house for sale almost up for sale for two years. Mine had been on the market six months, 
And we were beginning to wonder about hers and really, really beginning to wonder about mine. And we sold them almost on the same day. Both they houses have are gone. Are Historic have gone in history. And we are, uh, we are moving. We thought we were going to go have to go to an apartment. But luckily, and believe it or not, the fellow who bought my house is going to rent it back to me. So I mean, is he? did he come down on the rent right on it? Uh, right even. Right even with what I'm paying now. That's very good. good. So, Man, uh, excellent. And excellent. so, yeah, what a deal. Well, he said yeah. that's what he's going to do with it, and it'll give him... Well, I'm not sure how he meant this. He said it would me staying there would give him a chance to find some good renters. He may have snuck one past me. And I well, I can, I can, I have a little rent house. I can tell you what he means. He means because they want it, they want to move in tomorrow. Yeah, because their rents up where they are, and they got the money now. And if you don't rent it to them now, buddy boy. <laughs> You know, you you lost it. If well, you won't rent it to them today, it's yeah, gone. But yeah. I got, I probably got on the Sunset House thirty calls, and fifteen of them were HUD. People yeah, yeah. want HUD houses. Uh huh. Well, we so, uh, we, we around, moved yeah. uh, probably four or five rooms of furniture in two days out of the six or seven rooms that we've got to move. And of course, then we'll have to do it all again. When we we're going to build a house, and when we move into that, maybe yeah. six months. They're going to build a house. The cold really, weather move. How many of you folks really feel sorry for them? They're building a house, <laughs> twenty one hundred square feet. Yeah, what study. a study. How many square feet? Twenty one hundred. My goodness, special big two house. air conditioners, hot Boy. and cold running maids. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 building a little casa. We need to go out and look at your see your property out there when the Honduras yeah, we'll these days when the cruise is over. Well. I guess we can. The hurricane is not going to screw up our crew. Pat and I are going on a little cruise Thursday, and it's not going to get screwed up. We'll be. We won't. We won't get to hear this show. Oh, I sure hate that. <laughs> what a deal! I guess we can fish it out of the archives. I guess we can. Uh, Don and I are going to cruise Timberland while you're gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you have better luck than we do on the cruise. I'm sure on the cruise we won't have any like you're drunk. What do you mean by that, baby? You know. <laughs> well, then, because we'll have to keep one eye out for the warden and, uh, well, and Lou. Be, but, you know. Well, it's going to be you know because she'll be Lou. She'll be gambling. I can tell you what Lou will be gambling. Isn't it on about the hurricane one? An interesting historical yeah. note there they've been talking about on Channel 11. I don't I know, for that. people who used to live, listen all the time, know that Dr. Frank, the guy that used to be the head of the National Weather Service, is just kind of a local weather guy now. Weather. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and the hurricane almost it put a direct hit on Indianola, Texas. And, like, you just wouldn't pay to live there because the town was destroyed in 1875 by one and then in 1886. And then everybody wow. finally moved. Whoa. And then was on the fringes of the 1900 and 1915 Galveston. So it's sort of like Indianola was never meant to be. Yeah. But it also, they also said wow. that this is the first time in a lot of years... They had one in July, middle of July. I mean, this well, is unusual. It is. It's been unusual. 10 years since we've had anything on, you know, here on the coast. Really? I didn't know yeah. it had been that long. It doesn't seem like it has. Yeah. Does it? Mm, it doesn't seem like it. It seemed like Carla was only yesterday. <laughs> it was 1961. Really? Anyway. I guess, I guess with Dr. Kevorkian out of the picture, you could just move there, huh? Yeah, you could. Just, oh. Yeah. yeah go, they ought to rename it Dr. Kevorkian, Texas. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> anyway, well, we've been on vacation. We're full of it today, aren't we? got a lot of... Anyway, we, we've, uh, we've, we've got the Blind Like Me show going, and that'll be on Friday nights. If you have guests for either one, we'll give you all the email addresses in just a minute. And speaking of email, you like that segue. What do you think? Good segue <laughs> there. A big, uh, email. Here we go. Hi, all. Uh, I'm trying to help my girlfriend with her computer. She recently upgraded to JAWS 4.51, and it looks like the Deck Talk Access 32 software 
got deleted from her system. Now, oh, since I wow. use the Eloquence software myself, I'm not sure how to go about getting it back if she can't find the disk. Does anyone know if or where I could download the software? Now, a tech support guy from Freedom Scientific told me I could do it from their site, but I don't find it. And besides, I don't think they make it. Does anyone know the answer to that question either? Thanks for any help anyone can give me. This is from Gabe Griffith. Bill, you're a deck talk person. Well, how'd that get on the handyman? What does that have to do with handyman stuff? Uh, fixing things. Oh, fixing things? Yeah. Fixing you know, I don't repair. really know. I, I think I may have a disc somewhere, but I, I, I've got two deck talks. Um, but I don't know. Pat's the computer. You and Pat are computer. Well, I, I would uh, go back to the, the Freedom Scientific again, but you might want to give those folks a call because I haven't downloaded anything from them in a while, but it seemed like I needed some software for for something, and there's a specific site. Maybe it's the name of the software. You go into their onto their site, and then they're going to have a download page, and then I think you've still got to go one layer down. Like it, It's, it's going to say something like Deck Talk 32 or whatever you're looking for. I, I mean, yeah. I'd call their tech support, and they can tell you right where to go, and that would sounds to me like it would be your best shot. They don't even make Deck Talk. Did they quit making deck talk? No, but no, they have freedom. a lot of they have a oh. lot of things on their site. Like, seemed like I was wanting uh, in sync. Uh, 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 I can't say it's not in sync. It's something else that I use to download things from the Braille note back and forth, you. which is not. And I think they yeah. just have a download uh, site. Well, d- deck talk. Uh, well, I don't know if they still make deck talk or not. But deck talk was made by Digital Equipment Company. Right. Digital Equipment Corporation. That's where the deck, D E C, came from. Digital uh-huh. Equipment. Well, I think people still brag about them, so I would try their, their place. Oh, I think it's yeah. the best speech synthesizer ever made. Yeah, I think I would try uh, their place. I think I might try Digital Equipment Company because they, I heard about something else. I don't think they just made, uh, I don't know that Deck Talk was made to begin with for blind people. I mean, I'm not sure it was. Yeah. Uh, I think it was made probably for other people that need synthesized voices like, man, have you heard the voice the National Weather Service is using now? Yeah. It's the it's best man, synthesized voice I've ever heard. They are making giant strides in that, aren't And I they? think that's made by Bell Atlantic or, no, not Bell Atlantic, but a t- uh, phone company. What am I thinking of? Our, what's phone company? Oh, name? for Bell. Southwestern Bell. I know what you want to say. My AT&T, phone, AT&T, natural voices AT&T or natural voices. That's yeah, it. yeah. So I'd go to digital great. equipment, but I think they make other things. I think I saw a an MP3 player made by digital equipment. So I, I'd oh, try, man. I'd try their their site, and um, uh, actually, I'd call uh, Kevin. Um, do say do say. <laughs> I'm sure if you if you want to know anything about computers, he's my he's my guy. Him or Snowbarger would either one would be able to tell you. Uh, where to where to do this? Because both of them are computer whizzes. A- anyway, uh, we hope that helped you. I'm sure it didn't, but we hope it did. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Haroon Probst. I hope I'm saying that right. I've been blind from birth, and I'm very technical. My father was an engineer with Mercedes in Germany, and as a result, I've been exposed to cars and things like that all my life. I'm now working for myself repairing engines, and I also do a lot of work with car electronics. I also write lots of music using a keyboard and a computer. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say that I am loving the show and never miss it. I would love to have a chat with you guys sometime. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Haroon. And I hope I'm saying his name right. Very good email. Well, speaking of having a chat with these us guys, and I guess he meant us guys, we want you to start saving your Confederate money, folks. 
<laughs> Not necessarily your Confederate money, but we want you to start saving money because we are putting together at this point in time a blind handyman cruise. Yeah. It'll be a... It'll be a um, I don't, I'm kind of debating as to whether to just do a little four-day one to begin with and just kind of see how it goes. Uh, I think we may... we may the thing to do, probably. We might do that, but uh, we might have both options. So if, uh, you know, if you want to do that within the next six, eight months, we're going to do a blind handyman cruise, and we want everybody to go. We're going to do a couple handyman shows while we're... You know, while we're cruising. Um, oh, we'd have to and, do that, wouldn't we? And uh, try, I think all of us are going to go if we possibly can. We're going to work it out. <laughs> we're all four of us. So, well, the only doubt is you. The I'm only, going. I'm going. I'm the going. only doubt is old Tom I'm Houston. I'm going to be there. Front and center. Can't hardly get out of Burke, Texas. Yeah, no question can. about me and Pat. <laughs> we're cruising fools, yeah, We can talk Miss Cleta into it. We're well, going. We got to talk. And I guarantee you we can. We've got to talk Cleta into going on this. Yeah. But anyway, the Blind Handyman Cruise is coming up. And we'll give you more details. I thought Alicia would be back to me by this time, but she isn't. Maybe next to Handyman Show, we'll have uh, details on the Blind Handyman Cruise. We want all of you to go. We'll, of course, well, anyway, we'll tell you more about it later. So you may yeah. get to have a chat with us guys. Okay. Yeah, and Arun there sounds like a potential guest on the show. Right? I think if so, Donald. Yeah. Contact information. So mm-hmm. anyway, thanks for the email. Anyway, I got this off the group page, but I'm okay. going to read it because somebody finally noticed uh, the picture we put up there. Good. Not a bad picture of the gang, this guy says. He said, now I know what you guys look like. I also noticed no one has a cup of coffee sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> around here, one comment is, anyone see or know where my I put my cup? I can't find it, and this is from a uh, chilly blind man. And, and this guy oh, has a uh, this guy I think is a uh, he's the air conditioner. He has a degree in refrigeration, yeah, which yeah. he got before he lost his eyesight. Yeah, but brother, if you want to know anything about air conditioners, he knows he's about AC your, systems. He's your man. He, he knows does. his stuff. Oh, he does. I mean, I've read some stuff he posted. He knows. We we think we know. He knows air conditioners front and back. We we need to have him on as a guest also. Sean. We do, and talk we, about AC. We're units. just trying to help you, aren't we? Hey, your furnace. Chill a man. blind man. He'd, he'd be a good uh, To answer this question, I, I drink my coffee out of a big glass. Yeah. A big, giant he's back, mug. He's, I think he's got one there with him. <laughs> were, there any, were, there any, uh, were there any liquid receptacles showing in the picture? There weren't, were there, my wife? I think my big blue glass may have been there. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> he pours his in a glass. I just drink, you know. <laughs> right out of the pot. <laughs> right. Right out, uh-huh. of the, out of the coffee pot. I just yeah. drink it. Okay. Yeah. Andrew Drain it down. LaPointe writes, Hi, I read a post here about electric screwdrivers and was wondering what I can use to make sure that the screw is straight before I drive it in. I seem to have a hard time leveling things. Things feel straight, but no cigar. How do you do this? There must be some proven tool that you can have in uh, that toy box. Looking forward to a reply. I've been reading these messages for a short time now and must say I've learned so much in the little time here than years asking someone cited. Mm. Thanks all for all your wisdom. You know, I always start screws if they're going into wood, and if the wood is, first of all, drill a drill a pilot hole. First of all, and, and that helps a of course, lot. how would you how would you know if the pilot hole was straight? But I always start if it's soft wood, if it's soft pine, I always start it with a hand screwdriver, yeah. and then put the electric screwdriver. Because if you don't, you put pressure on the electric, you're liable to, you know, start it with the hand screwdriver. It's much easier to keep straight or to keep level or to it keep is. going straight into the wood, get it started with a hand screwdriver, and then put the electric screwdriver on it. And if you buy an electric screwdriver, buy one that is, that when you start squeezing the trigger, it gets faster, the more, you know, that's variable speed. 
is if you buy one that just is, unless it's a, now a real electric screwdriver is slow. Of course, we use drills all the time as electric screwdrivers, or I do. Yeah. But a real electric, the thing that they call an electric screwdriver runs reasonably. It doesn't run nearly as fast as a drill does. Yeah. Yeah, I have a, a, a brand name. It was the Pivot screwdriver. It's uh-huh. a little, it folds kind of like either you hold it mm-hmm. like a pistol or a straight out. That's and right. I really love it. It's low RPMs and it's powerful. It's not, not as, as uh, I mean, it won't jerk your arm off like your drills will. Yeah. But also my secret, and I have partial sight and I still do this, if it's a major deal, I have a nail punch that I bought 30 years ago. And I take the starter screw, I'll take my little nail punch, and you hit that puppy with a hammer, not really hard. You'll You've make got you a, a nice indent. And if you do with a good electric screwdriver and keep your speed, but uh, the pressure, so most screws will kind of level themselves. You yeah. Know, they'll, they'll, if you'll put just d- good constant force, you know, not a lot of force. But I'd, I'd rather than drilling a pilot hole, I take my hammer and yeah. tap it if it's practical. And you know, and if you had, if you, if you really, if this was really a problem, and I guess this is for this guy, I'd take a. You'll get somebody to take a piece of, of wood, say a, a piece of wood that's an inch thick, and get somebody to drill you several sizes of holes in that and size the screw with a hole in it that's a little, you know, the board would have this, have a hole a little bigger than the screw. Lay the board on top of what you're going, put the screw in, it's going to be, it's going to get somebody with a drill press where the, where the hole's going to be straight to drill you. Yeah. Some holes in a piece yeah. of wood. If you were here, yeah. I'd do it for you. And, and also, I've seen for for manual screwdriver or like what what you'd call these Yankee type Yankee drill uh-huh. screwdrivers, a little clip that held the screw for you. I've seen those. It, it, the little prongs like things come yeah. around the head, but yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm reasonably sure that someone makes one. That, you know, most screwdrivers will accept like socket drivers or whatever. Yeah. So that may be available for your electric screwdriver. And then for an electric drill, they make the little sleeve gizmo, the bit you put in. You put the screw in it and then slide the sleeve down over the screw. Right. And when it's straight with the wood, you zap it in. Well, that's what a guy needs. And where would you get that? Craftsman or somebody? Yeah, down? yeah. I wonder what Sears or yeah. your local home um. improvement. Lowe's, Sears, yeah. Home Depot, ask, and the, uh, a screw mm-hmm. guide yeah. is probably what you want. Screw guide. I bet, I bet a hardware store would have one. I don't have one because I never, I don't know that I've ever had that problem. But anyway, call us and let us know if you if you solve it. Um, we have, who's our guest, Donald? We have, our guest today is Max Robinson from Bowling Green, Kentucky. We've never had hey. anybody from Kentucky. You know, you know, whiskey, bourbon isn't bourbon unless it's made in Kentucky, guys. Exactly. Did you know that? Yeah, chicken ain't chicken till it's looking good fried. Back in just a minute with more of the exciting Blind Handyman Show, y'all.
lowercase one word at hotmail.com. That's blindhandyman at hotmail.com. Contact information. Blind like me. Blind like me. Lowercase all one word at txucom.net. That's blind like me at txucom.net. Contact information. Blind handyman list sir. Blind handyman dash subscribe at yahoogroups.com. That's blind handyman dash subscribe at yahoogroups.com. Contact information. Blind handyman at hotmail.com. Blind like me at txucom.net. Blind handyman dash subscribe at yahoogroups.com. Email us often and give us your opinion. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our shows, give us your contact information. Do you remember? Craig, Confidential Investigator. Adventure. Box 13. Captain Midnight. The Cavalcade of America. Kondo. The Magician. The Incomparable Charlie Chan. The Cisco Tip. Dangerous Assignment. Dimension X. Dragnet. If you love old-time radio, point your browser to www.otrcat.com. You'll find thousands of old-time radio shows just waiting for you, and the price is right. That's www.otrcat.com. From Amos and Andy to X-1, this is the source. www.otrcat.com. Listening to the Blind Handyman on the ACB Radio Mainstream, the talk of the blind community. Our email address is blindhandyman at hotmail.com. If you would like to be part of the show, leave us a phone number and we will contact you soon. Now, here's more of today's show with Phil Parr. We have a guest today that I have never met, so we'll meet him. Together on the radio, uh, even even as we speak, Max Robinson, sir, how are you today? Oh, I'm just fine, and how are you? We're good. We're uh, we're down in Texas, and you're in uh, Kentucky. 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 Kentucky, yeah. You know, it ain't bourbon whiskey unless you make it in Kentucky. Well, that's true. That's, sure what, is. that's what I've heard. <laughs> Guy says he wants a bourbon and coke. He means he wants some sort of whiskey made in Kentucky. That's right. I, I did not. I was not. My father-in-law clued me in on that. It's another, oh. <laughs> just okay. another wonderful fact I've learned from my father-in-law. Uh-huh. You know? That you, makes two, right? You might, that's two. <laughs> I've known him twenty years, and that's two things I've learned from him. <laughs> Only kidding. <laughs> just a joke. So uh, I guess. Uh, what age, sir, are you? Okay, I am sixty-three. Sixty-three. Sixty-three, and I'm retired. You got me by a year. I'm sixty-two. Oh, okay. So we're stumbling along about the same age. Yeah. You, you get up in the morning hurting about as bad as I do, don't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you get it to come to that. You're retired from what? Retired from where? I'm retired from uh, the university here, Western Kentucky University, where I taught for thirty-three years, and I also did uh, some engineering work for them at, at the same time. But you were a, uh, at, I guess at the end, a tenured professor, right? Uh, no? Well, to all practical purposes, the, the dean said I had tenure, so 
that so was enough for me. That was enough for you. Did did you were you uh, blind or partially blind when you started teaching there? Yes, I was born. With, I was born with cataracts. Uh huh. And uh, cataracts aren't a big deal today, but in, in uh, when I was born, they were. And, yeah. Uh, they didn't really know what to do with them, and they did some had some unsuccessful operations and uh, the doc the next doctor who got a hold of me said well they said they had messed up my eyes in some way yeah yeah and ditto for here uh, max that born ww2 1942 was my birth in the uh, cataracts and, uh, uh -huh. yeah uh, same similar situation so now with a child that that happened to they would just remove them wouldn't they yeah they, they can uh, well the the doctor who i went to after my mother took me to when I was uh, about five years old. Said, "Well, after World War II, said uh, if he had gotten hold of me first, I could probably have 20/20 vision with glasses on." But Man, that's a I have two percent in one eye right now. Two percent in one eye. Yeah, I, I had a detached retina. Uh, so you can see, you can't read print at all. I yes, I can because uh, I'm. Down in Florida, I hooked up with the most wonderful doctor who uh -huh. fitted me with a set of glasses. Whoa. Yeah, glasses. yeah. Low, They would call them low-vision glasses today. Mm -hmm. Actually, I have two pairs. One one pair is for uh, working uh -huh. a little, little bit further away, and another pair is for reading. Uh -huh. When I literally have to put my nose against the page. To, to read. To read, or so, the computer screen to see it. Have you yeah. ever had luck with, like, a CCTV? Uh, matter of fact, I'm building one right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had collected all the parts okay. for the years. I, I, they're overpriced. Yeah, they are right. overpriced. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and I, but I just never had time to put it together. Well, now that I'm retired, I have time to put it together. And that's what the question was about the stripped out, uh, the, the broken off tap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the list. Process of building that. Yeah, yeah. So you're building a CCTV with, and I guess, you, of course, you'd have to buy the camera, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I bought the camera, and I bought the zoom lens. And uh, uh, somebody gave me an old monitor. You remember when computers had uh, black and white monitors? Uh -huh. right? Somebody oh, yeah. gave me an old one of those. So you are configuring the camera so that it will work with this, uh, with this TV? Yeah. I'm, I'm just, well, I'm... I'm building the whole thing on one of those old roll-around typewriter stands. Okay. It's made out of steel. Uh huh. And so uh, I'm mounting the camera on posts. That will, I'm mounting the um, I'm sorry. I'm mounting the monitor on posts uh -huh. up above, so it won't get in the way of the the reading surface. And then uh -huh. the camera will be mounted up there, also looking down and uh, beside the monitor. Well, you kind of want the camera movable, like on a gooseneck or something, don't you? Want it where you can um, move it. Actually, no, I'm, I'm going to make the uh, board that the book yeah. rests on movable. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, I knew well, one of them would have to be. Yeah. So that is that's kind of one of your current projects. That's right. That's now, uh, you so you taught at this university 35 years. Yeah, 33 so that, years. that was basically the only job you ever had, wasn't it? I mean, well, that, pretty much, yes. Uh -huh. I, I had a two-year job down in Florida, uh -huh. which led into this job. Mm -hmm. uh, Did you teach electrical type? Yes, I, my... I have a master's degree in electrical engineering from the University of Florida. And you got that in the late 50s, early 60s. I got the master's in 66, got the bachelor's yeah. in 65. Which uh, back then it wasn't, I mean, now that would be common. You did it at a, at a time when it wasn't, so. That's uh, right, so, I did. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about it the other night, and uh, cause 
I listened to some of the other programs you've had on. Mm-hmm. And, and I I did realize I was breaking new ground. I was kind of scared. Yeah. Well, you were breaking new ground. You did it all with, I guess, with the readers and Braille. That's right. Reader, readers, I no, they never taught me Braille. They didn't. Uh, when I was younger, I could see better. I had, at one time, I had about 8% vision. Uh-huh. And they said, they said, you see too well to, to learn Braille. So they would make you what we, could, we used to call a sight-saving student, so you could read big print. That's exactly one of the okay. schools I went to was called sight-saving. Max, I'm not familiar, like, when you're doing your visual acuity in percentage. What, like, well, I see in my, well, you know, with best correction, about 2,200. Yeah, okay. Well, 20, 20 over 200 would be 10%. Okay. Is that just you. taking the fraction and expressing it? I got gotcha. you. Okay. okay. That, well, okay. that makes sense. <laughs> So, in other words, you see at, at 20 feet what some other guy would see at 200 feet. Yeah. Well, which basically it's worse than that now. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah. 20 feet. Some other guy would see at 800 feet. You tell me 2800 now. You've got didn't you? 2800. 2800. So 20, I've got 24, which and Don's got 22. So I'm right between, I guess you and him. <laughs> you, so. uh-huh. you see a little less than Don Shaw. I'd I'd I'd, uh, I'd give anything in the world to have as much vision as Don Shaw. He doesn't have much. <laughs> not and, much. Or or even you. But I'm I'm not unhappy. With what I've got none, so I, but I'm well, not unhappy with it. And, and we can't change what we've got, so we just no, have to be happy no. with it. Might as well go. Yeah, on. might as well. Be. Now, I, I use uh, I use a screen reader with my computer for the uh-huh. for what I call the heavy lifting. I, I do too. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. So for the heavy reading, the list things. Yeah. Use now, the screen reader. At the time you went to school, how was your vision? Went to college. Um, it was about uh, 2,400 when I went to college. Okay. Yeah. So you you did uh, you did auditory learning. You had to do auditory. Yeah, learning. I had to do auditory learning. But you I, always I soldered wires with that vision, and did all the, all the yeah, electrical I stuff solder, you needed to I do. Yeah, I soldered wires and printed circuit boards and uh, things of that nature. Jesus, I, I don't I don't uh, I, I guess that takes some. I've, I've just never mastered. I've been fooling with uh, building wiring radio stations and and. Uh, production rooms and things like that i know i was never taught anything i just picked i know i understand audio flow so i i've been doing this here but i've never mastered the art of soldering i guess maybe that uh, of course we talked to a guy who could solder but he i think he only he only soldered on he didn't solder any printed circuit boards mm-hmm. that'd take some vision wouldn't it yeah, well, that takes that takes these magnifying glasses that I have. Yeah. They're yeah, you know, uh, fairly powerful magnifying glasses that are mounted in frames, uh-huh. so it frees up your hand. Does it have light? To, is it light assisted no, too? No, okay. I, I, I just have to have plenty of fluorescent lights on my workbench. I was wondering, have you ever thought about wearing like a little jewel or, you know, they make a little light that you wear around your head that would shine right on you. And that's the perfect thing to me that a CCTV would really be good for. Seems yep. like it would. Um, I've, well, I'm, I'm going to try that after I get it together. Yeah. You had your camera a good long distance from your work, where you could have um, room to move your hands. It's about the camera. The camera focuses at about ten inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can increase that. I have the close-up adapters on it. I can take a take mm-hmm. one off or change it to another one. You know. What a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, sounds like you've uh, dealt with this thing we call blindness pretty well. Are you? Are you a married man now? Or are you? Yes. Yes, I'm married uh, to a sighted girl named Sue, mm-hmm. and uh, we're just uh, finishing up uh, building a little storage shed on our property here. Now, what did you, you build that out of? Uh, well, that was actually, a, it was called a kit. 
Okay. Ah, uh -huh. uh, did you now? That'll get you a divorce did real you quick there, Max. It's, it's a long way from being a carpenter's heat kit. Oh, we, we've, oh, b b both of us, two or three of us have done those. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And I'm not sure they're more, they're more trouble, they're more trouble than they're worth. There's so many little parts. Man, there's a lot of them. And so, you know, so much chance for it. No, this goes here. No, I think it goes here. Well, I got it. You know, so much for that. Well, well, we have the instruction booklet, you know, and, uh -huh. and, uh, the, some of those pieces for the uh, trusses were pre-cut, uh, you know, the angle cut. Uh -huh. And uh, right now, Sue is out painting the trim. She's doing a <laughs> little uh -huh. bit of work on it. And I, I have this up on my website. Uh, anybody wants to go and look. <laughs> no, I'll go and look at that. You, you have, well, tell us of your website. What, would give us the address there. Okay, my website is www.funwithtubes.net. Yeah. Fun with tubes. It's Fun a great site. As in radio tubes, you know. So, so you're an old tube type man. I'm an old That's... tube guy now. Uh -huh. Now that I've retired, I've completely reverted, uh -huh. completely regressed, or whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've gone back to tubes. My father was a ham. Became a ham in 1932. Oh, yeah. Before there was a commission. When we left San Antonio in '55, I'll bet you there was 50 boxes. All kinds of boxes of not miniature tubes, but big tubes. Big, big, big old you tubes. Know, six six yeah. V6s, six L6s, 833, just all kinds. And he just, he said, well, I, he said, I can't move these, Philip. I'm going to have to leave them. i got no way to move them. <laughs> and so somebody probably just threw them in the trash. I suppose. You know, they did, Damn. you know. Of course, uh, those this... things are selling on eBay now for <laughs> big bucks. I know. Really? What do you think I could get for a Heath kit uh, linear from about 1960 vintage in mint condition with those? Oh, those, uh, you could probably get uh, four or $500 on eBay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and eBay's quite a thing. Well, you know, there I've got a, a guitar playing friend who is a—he's a younger than I am. He's mid forties, about forty-five. He doesn't remember tubes, but he is crazy about. It. He just Phil, let me show you this tube type preamp I got. It sounds great. Well, I couldn't—I couldn't tell any difference. It sounded okay to me, but uh, you know, God, who'd want one? There, there are people who have never you know they <laughs> they uh, yeah. didn't have any idea what a tube was. Matter of fact. Uh, we have a couple of nieces, Sue and I, and uh, uh, I showed one of them one of my old radios one day, and I turned it on, and nothing happened, of course, because it didn't, and, and she said, must be something wrong with it. No, yeah. And, and I said, oh, just wait about half a minute, and it'll be warmed up. Got to warm up. Yeah, yeah. had to warm up, huh? She, she never heard of a tube. Never heard of them warming up. So <laughs> are you a ham radio? radio to warm up. Yeah. Are you a ham? Uh, do you have a ham ticket? Yeah, I have a ham ticket. Is that right? Okay. W, K what are you? K4 Old Dirty Socks. <laughs> uh, K4 ODS. ODS. I started out KN4 ODS in, in 1957. Bought a novice ticket, yeah. Novice ticket, uh-huh, and got my uh, general class a year later. Actually, it was a conditional class. and But they, they discontinued the conditional, upgraded everybody to the general. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I worked my way up to advance, and somebody told me they did away with that and dropped me back down. <laughs> General, so I was kind of bent out of shape about that. Actually, I, I took the 13-word-a-minute code, and I understand now you can get a general with five-word-a-minute. Really? Uh, so well, you know, I, I renew. I'll, I'll probably get moved up to something. I don't know why. Yeah. I think I could do five words a minute. That's not uh, what. Uh, and, and do you do uh, do you do phone or code or what? Do you, how do you talk? I, I do. I do uh, phone. So you, you talk? No, no. Yeah, sideband or not? Talk with, huh? You talk side with sideband? 
Um, actually, I don't have anything on the air right now, but I'm building an AM rig. Building an AM I, rig? Really? Wow. I found, yeah, I found some old um, Viking Valiant parts, mm -hmm. the, the modulation transformer and the power transformer. And so I'm going to build a copy of a Viking Valiant. Oh. It's sort of a copy. You know? Have you got it? I guess you've got a schematic on, on one. Well, I've, I'm, I'm going to get an instruction book for it, but you know, I'm not going to copy it exactly. You know, no. I mean, uh, there's no fun in that. You've got to make changes in it. you got to do it your own way. You now, know? I'm thinking of Viking was one you bought. Heathkit's the one you put together, Heathkit's right? Heathkit's the one you put together. I put put together many a Heathkit, too. Yeah, Vikings, you actually Vikings, you bought those, yeah. I've got a, and I hate to give it to you, but I've got a, a 1942 HQ-129 that Ooh. still operates. Ooh. It's still the best AM radio I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's those, those Mexican stations that are at, you know, 745. You can tune them in with 740 and 750 on, you know. Uh -huh. It's just I've, got that broad, uh, broad tuner. I've got a BC-348. Mm -hmm. Receiver from World War II. Whoa! And uh, that is the best short wave listening receiver anybody's ever heard. I've yeah. had people uh, uh, come and, and listen to it, and they just marvel yeah. at how how clear the sound is, how easy it is to understand. Is there anything on short wave anymore? I, I would have yeah. figured that would have uh, died. No, there's, the CBC is on quite a lot. Radio in Australia and New Zealand are both on. They come in late in the afternoon on on 13 meters, mm -hmm. and. Uh, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's still quite a lot. Uh, BBC is still on in places. You kind of have to look for it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so they haven't completely gone over to satellite. Well, and then you've still got, you've still got to, uh, once in a while, get, get to WWV and set the clocks. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, got to do that. Yeah. But you can dial that on the telephone now. Well, you can. I yes, sir. There's your telephone number. You can dial WWV. I, I've I've listened to WWV all my life because, like I said, my daddy was a was yeah. a ham, and we set all the clocks at WWV once sure. a month or so. So I've heard that all my life, and it sounds like the same announcer to me. I'm <laughs> it, sure it's a synthesized <laughs> voice by now. Fifty or sixty years. Huh? Yeah. It sure does. It still sounds like the same guy. I, I think maybe the guy who recorded those is probably dead by now. They still have the recordings, you know. At the tone, I would think so. Probably Harry's yeah. revenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are also some websites you can go to that will set the clock in your computer. Yeah. But I've heard they can be a few seconds off, that they're not that accurate. Well, they would be. There'd be a little delay by the time you got it. Be, it wouldn't be yeah, accurate. It like it. wouldn't be. They, they would have to. Yeah, uh, that's no the, good. There is one you can get. You can get. You have to download special software. I don't remember the URL or anything for it. Yeah. But uh, it will uh, send out a pulse and measure the time delay between... Them oh, right. there on your computer, and it will yeah. correct and set your clock within a tenth of a second. So it would ping you and, and see what how far, you know, how what the time delay was and set yeah. your clock. Yeah. Well, uh, if you want this WWV number, we'll I'll try to find it and email it to you. Yeah, okay, just I put guess. it on the list. I'll, I'm on the list. I'll get it. You know, okay. it. Isn't the list a great thing? It is. I, I love, love it. it. I love it. Yeah, it gives blind folks a chance to talk. Well, you and your wife uh, get ready because we're going to do a blind handyman cruise here in six months or so. Uh, uh oh. And we want you to go and uh, talk radio to us, give a little talk, and uh, and tell us all about the, the the days I remember. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> be good fun. You've been, a, you've been a, a really fine guest. We're about out of time. We're going to move on and I think talk about family band radios in a minute. Do you have any of those? Do you have a family band radio? Yet? No, we don't have one of those. We, we ride in cars a lot. To keep from using our cell phones, we bought a bunch of family band radios. Oh. So we're going to. Yeah, you'll have to tell us all about that. We're, we're going to talk about that and uh, I'll uh, put that on the list and we've enjoyed you. Okay, well, thank you very much. Look forward to visiting with you. Nice all to right. meet you, man. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Talk to you, Matt. Enjoyed it. Okay, bye. Be back with more of the Blind Handyman in just a minute. Investigator. Just waiting for you, and the price is right. That's www.otrcat.com. From Amos and Andy to X minus one, this is the source. www.otrcat.com. is the blind handyman on acb radio mainstream be sure and tell a friend about the program and email us often blindhandyman at hotmail.com now here is more of the show with don shaw you know something it's good to have around the house and boy at the price they're selling them for these days it's good to have several of them around for doing these projects you know, maybe if one of y'all, maybe if one of you's working down in the house and the other one's up in the attic and y'all are running some wire, or one of you's downstairs and the other person's on the roof doing something, 
you need something that, that we've messed with a lot around here and can talk about a little bit, uh, family band radios. And they're a low-power radio. They all broadcast on the same frequency, same set of frequencies. So you could either have a set of two or, or ten and be able to talk back and forth to each other. But they're just really a great thing to have for just a lot of different uses. And they make numbers of different styles and models and kinds. We should, we should oh, have. Yeah. You have John Conley's number in your head? I don't, in fact. I was going to say we ought to call it fool and ask him about family. <laughs> we do need to do that, <laughs> don't we? He knows he about them the, all. He is the family band radio nut since we turned him on to family band radios. What they, what they are, they're just a little small. They're like a walkie-talkie. They like are. You, like you think of it. Remember the... I think you and I talked about this, Pat. I had a CB walkie-talkie one time. I swear to God, the antenna was eight feet long. Uh-huh. It was a big, tall, heavy antenna. This thing, you could carry it on your belt if you wanted to walk, you know, half bent over. A great big, and these little these little family band radios, that I've got two that I swear are the size of a pack of cigarettes. Or <laughs> similar, <laughs> like, a, like a cell phone. Yeah, oh yeah, like a cell phone, a little antenna. The old C word. Yeah. How many days is it? Sixteen. Sixteen. Good for you. Yeah, I can go for days. I can go for five minutes and fifteen and twenty seconds without thinking about. It. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I made it sixteen days. I got. I got to make it. Oh, you Frankie got it. Brown, I almost killed her. But uh, the, these are just little bitty things. They're smaller than cell phones. Some of them. I've got three or four different sizes. Some of them are even blind friendly. I've got t- one, uh, t- three. I thought I had four of these, but I can only find three of them. Something, somebody has gotten off of one of them, and I, I don't know who. But if I ever find out who, they're dead. These, you can set these. I mean, these are, when you, when you turn them off, if you hold the talk button down and turn them on, they'll say, Code 1, Channel 2. Actually, they say, Code 1. Then you push the, the button that usually makes the, breaks the squelch, yeah. and they'll say, Channel 2. So you turn them back off. Hold the talk button down, turn them back on. They'll say code one. You can go code two, three, four, five, the code you want, and then set the channel you want. Then turn them back off and back on, and bingo. You got and they talk to you. I've got three of those, and I I think Motorola made them, didn't they? They, they did. Motorola, Motorola made them. They're old. They're when did we start fooling with these? Back in the sometime in the mid nineties, when yeah. blind weekend. Did we yeah. have the first blind weekend? We didn't. I don't think no. But then sometime amongst uh, the second or third blind weekend, or so you just had them when we got together. Yeah, one of the and weekends. we and we what we do on blind weekend, we didn't do it this this time. But we usually give everybody one, especially when Conley's here, because he got to where he brings his own now. Oh yeah, yeah. And so everybody has a walkie-talkies. We've got seven acres, and you may be on the baseball field or out by the fire pit, and somebody may be in the studio, and you can talk back and forth. What they're what we use them for, well, let's see, the first year I had a cell phone was 93. I remember, I, I, had a, I think I bought a cell phone in 93. And the first year we were going down there, maybe the second year on the way down, 94, everybody had a cell phone. John had one, and we had one, and it seemed like there were just two cars that year. Anyway, we talked back and forth on the cell phone. You know, if we were, dri- yeah. this is driving to Padre Island, like yeah. we do every year, which is a 500-mile trip, so we need if. You know, and if, if um, burn lots of cell phone time. Yeah, we. Oh man, the bill was fifty or sixty <laughs> bucks a out piece. Of, out of your district, oh, out we, of your we home were, area. At that time, we were roaming. roaming and, out, you know, oh, yeah. and they they barely and there was there were places in that in that trip down around uh, south on the King Ranch where there was no service. Oh, now yeah, that's not true now. It's solid 
eight-bar signal from here to there now. Yeah. But the second year, we only did that one year because by the second year, so I'm saying 95 is when we discovered family band radios, and we bought four of them, family band radios. At that time, I think they were 60 bucks a piece. Oh, yeah, they were expensive now, when Now you can get three of them for 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're cheap now. They've gotten cheap. Small. Uh... The only one thing I've heard about them is they come in two types with the AAA batteries or the AA batteries. And yeah. I've heard for, for the length of time that the batteries will last, it's better to buy the AA's. And they do have good battery life yeah. these days. I think they, each one of mine takes three little AA, three batteries, AA and, batteries. And we can talk car to car. And they'll do... Up to two miles, they say. Well, your house is, what do we figure, almost two miles from my house. Yeah. And you all talked... You you went remember you and Conley walked over to to your house yeah and you could talk all the way on the family band radio just till you got to your house and if you went out in the backyard we could we've talked on them from your house and that two miles is straight I, a mile or a mile in a in a two or three tenths would be more realistic yeah. as the bird flies yeah, the crow yeah flies. As, as the crow flies well and you know these things would really be good talk about one of the uses like if you're doing a project because it never fails you'll you'll start out doing something maybe by yourself or you think you can and then you you know you have to call the warden mm -hmm. uh, you know and and, and uh it's nice if they know where you are, and then you could get them on the on the little family band. You know, hand me that wire, or I need this. And, oh yeah, man, I, I was going to tell them about the time I was on the roof, and uh, I, I you got, the, you got you were afraid to get down. And, and I wasn't sure that the ladder was in its place, and of course the warden was inside, probably under the comfort of the air conditioning, yeah. watching TV or something. And I, I found myself hollering, shouting <laughs> down the vent pipe, you know, Emily. Emily, yeah. so it would have been nice for me to be able to ring her up on the oh yeah the family, family band. band. Well, you should you should have one. You did the typical thing that, and I've done it. You got when you started thinking about the ladder, then it wasn't in the right place. It was yeah, but you got this mind over matter. You got to think about the ladder. And of course, it was the ladder was going. You were fixing to tumble to your death. Well, I even thought about jumping instead. You know, trying. To did it cross your mind? Take yeah. your chances, huh? And I remember my my boy was a kid. He just get up on the house and jump off. Jump off, yeah. Just yeah. jump off, Dad. Watch this. But, but you know, speaking of these family family band radios, I wonder how. Uh, if we lived in the real world, you know, here in Lufkin, Angelina County, Texas, we're always yeah. 10 years behind. You know, there's a phone company, Nextel, yeah, that has. advertises nationwide and walkie-talkie that comes with their phones. Well, guess where you cannot get Nextel? Yeah, you know. yeah, right so here. So we don't know. We so speak. maybe somebody out in the real world that's familiar with that. Yeah, I wonder what kind of deal that would be. I think probably it's like phone to phone. It and there's no neat. charge. You know, if you were with maybe your certain parties, family members. You know, like like even I think our phone company here has. If you're talking to somebody that's another customer of theirs or a family member, it's no charge or. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even if you couldn't get Nextel, if you had the phone, you could use it as a walkie-talkie. Yeah, you could. I'm saying if, you, but we don't have. You know, if. We don't have Nextel here. Yeah. So. So, uh, but but anyway, if you those phones would be nice. But if you got family family band radios, if you're talking car to car, or if you take it on you your know, vacation, take it on your vacation, right. take it on the cruise that y'all are fixing to oh, go on. Don't worry, the there'll be have, man. there'll be two or three family band radios, probably four. There'll be four of us going. There'll probably be four family band radios. So if if Luann and I, I mean if Patterson and I are up on the top deck and we run out of beer, we can call <laughs> down to the casino. <laughs> yeah. We can call down to the casino to get him and Lulu to go get us some 
So don't, you don't think that'll work? I'm not sure. One time, too, I was started. in Las I Vegas, know. and I had my ham radio, my little handy talkie, yeah. Linko, and a security guard uh, kind of wanted to commandeer it. He thought maybe I was sending signals to someone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, on vacation, they're really neat. Luann and I took them on, on the cruise, and she, you know, we could we talked back and forth. We'd taken them to, used them in hotels oh, yeah. and, and uh they're just neat, if, and they're cheap these days. They're uh, real cheap. But the, the cheap ones now, if you buy, if you go to Walmart... Frankie! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds if, like she has something to say about Frankie it. Frankie does. <laughs> Frankie, we'd like some email for Frankie. If um, if you go to Walmart and you buy the three, two for 50 bucks or three for 50 bucks, you're not probably not going to be able to set them. Uh, you, you, it'll probably take sighted setting, and the the thing about those is in you may not know this or not if you don't know but the codes are not transmit codes they're receive codes that's right they are receive codes and and so most of those cheap ones are going to have only code zero they'll have you'll be able to change channels but they'll only be code zero and if you're not in a crowded area that's fine but if you are like if you are when we when you get to padre island which is the beach in south texas you got to find you got you know what i oh this year i didn't tell you this on the way down we were using channel 11 code zero because one of the walkie-talkies only had code zero and there were people talking on it so i said i keyed up and said this is the federal communications commission this channel is being used for emergency traffic anyone using this channel will have their radio confiscated (laughs) <laughs> and unkeyed, and they never talked again. I bet they. They never <laughs> talked again. I wonder that. Got a hell of a good That's laugh. Good. I wonder if on the cruise ship, what if everyone though brings their code zero radios, and I go, "Hey, Emily," and two or three, I show up. Well, know, maybe, maybe we could get lucky. Well, that could, that could happen. <laughs> you never know. The old cruise. All right. Anyway, go get you some family band radios if you and, don't have any. And here. unlike the ham radios that we talked about with our guest here in the last se- segment, the nice thing about these is no license required. Oh, no, you just don't even talk on Speaking from Mr. Expired. Yeah, that's right. Mine has expired. <laughs> well, so is yours, Pat. You no, don't have sir. one. sir. I had the 10-year ticket. I've got about three years They don't go. make 10-year yes, tickets. They, they do now. Yes, they oh, they do? But I wasn't on that. I expired before that took effect. Shaw? So. You want to bet me that he lets it expire? No, no. I've got how much you, how much well, you well, I bet you five bucks he lets it expire. With the move and all, they're I will be, be doing never, it. It'll be gone here in never, a year or two. think about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, we'll bribe Emily not to remind him. <laughs> not to renew that and license. And he won't. Uh, he'll never do it. The right. former, the former in five. Former in five. <laughs> it, it is. It calls no longer any good. Robert uh, Robert Peters was on the on the Blind Like Me show. To, to, he's let he let his expire. He was W five W five G B Z. So really, so there's several available. It, huh? So there are lots of calls. W five L X O is available. Boy, so, it's the day of the computer these days. It is. Man. I'm just not sure why you need an amateur radio with family band radios these days to talk with back and forth locally with, with a MSN computer and all that that you can talk to anyone in a chat room by voice anywhere in the world. Why you know why do you well, need a ham radio? And you know with the shortage of spectrum space, I figure they'll be on the market here. You know, I bet there are less ham operators now than there have ever been. I bet there are less short wave stations now than there have ever oh, been. Oh, it seems like there would be. Man, you yeah. be interesting research. Man. Tons of short wave. That, that'd be a good man. deal for your uh, little segment for Mount Patterson. It would be. In the history of communications. Blind, blind, blind hams. It would blind be. hams and 
things like that. But shall we shall we touch on um, air conditioning filters right quick? We got three or four minutes. Well, yeah, if we got just a minute to kill here. We uh, I work at the, at this office uh, one or two days a week, and uh, one of the things to do down there is some maintenance from time to time. And uh, went down there the other day, and actually these these other folks are supposed to change the air conditioner filters, but you know how it goes when you're when you're busier than I am anyway. You just don't have the time to do these things. So I said, well, I'm going to check this air conditioner filter and see if these folks have changed it here lately. Let me guess. It was caved in. And sure enough, man, the filter was just uh, just unbelievably dirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, just caked on that filter. Yeah. So, man, I, I took that filter out and uh, changed to another one. And, I, I mean, I'm talking within 10 minutes, started noticing a difference in the airflow there around the office. Yeah. I mean, it made like a big, big difference. And someone said something on the list one time that that made real good sense to me. They said if you buy the cheap disposable filters, which are as good as any and better than some because the air can flow good through them. Yeah. But the point is, they said if you buy the cheap little disposable filter, put it in, and you wait for a while to change it, and you can see the dirt on the filter or, or feel it caked into the filter, uh-huh. that you've already spent way more on electricity than what you did when you originally bought the filter, huh. which I thought was a good point. So, in other words, keep that filter changed at least well, once yeah, a month. Well, yeah, change it, but we, so. we could get in a long discussion. I don't like those permanent ones because they reduce the airflow. Oh, that's what I'm saying. And, and, if, and you that's don't, what, if you don't have enough, you know, the more air... Of course, not always the more air, but there's a there's a point you reach when if you if there was more air across the coil, you would not gain anything. But it uh, uh, you need a lot of air across that coil. Okay. If the coil's cold, you need to move a good bit. In fact, I cut in my house. I cut another return air. Yeah, uh, there was a place to do it, and I the, every time I put a filter in, it damn near sucked it out of my hand. Yeah, so I just cut another. I cut, bought another grill and cut another return air, and it's helped some. That's what they've done at the office, well, you know, too. They say that, I've, you know, especially, like you say, Don, once a month. And yeah. my, my house, the, the Allendale house, yeah. had two, a single air conditioner, but it had two return airs, one upstairs and one downstairs, yeah. and uh, changed both of the filters. But I, uh, it, the, and the upstairs never got near as dirty, and sometimes you'll look, and that's kind of an inclination not to want to change it. But I just yeah. had a schedule, and I oh, heard yeah. it's like changing the oil in your car. It's the best maintenance yeah, you can the do. The best maintenance you can yeah. do. And I change them in the summer day. once a month. I do. In, yeah. in, the, yeah. in the fall, I, I may not. I may go a couple months out changing Because in the fall, it, I open as soon as I possibly can. Windows I open doors. the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I want the house. When she leaves in the morning... Old Phil opens the house, and then at about 4.30, I close it up and turn the air conditioner yeah. on. Oh, yeah. I like the house open. And I've heard the same thing. The cheap little disposable filters are better because yeah. you get more air across that coil. You so. get more air across That's the coil. And yeah. But you've got to remember to change But you got to remember to change them. You've got to got to remember to to do it. Well, guys, we after our little vacation, we did another one. We've about we've wrapped up another one, one, haven't we? We really yeah, have. Good to have everybody. Don will be all mood by next week. And yeah. That's all. Yes, sir. All that silly stuff will be done. Sold both these houses. You folks, I know we're... What a deal, sweating man. That, thinking of moving to life. Can I buy more? Buy one of these houses. What do you want? 
Anyway, we appreciate it, Don Shaw. Thank you much, sir. We yeah. Were. And Don Patterson was here. Thank yeah, you, sir. Glad we to be here. Appreciate you. Tom Houston ran the board and did an admirable job. Well, thank you, sir. And you're going on the cruise, Houston. I am indeed. You're darn right you with are. We got, without, yeah. with That's without, your we got, choice. We got to have you. <laughs> That's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be up to you now. I it? bet if Cleta doesn't go, I don't go. I bet you <laughs> I don't got either. a feeling. I have a sneaky. She's anyway, Kentucky, too, right? E- email us, please, at blindhandyman at hotmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. Stay tuned for the Blind Handyman if you're listening to ACB, and it's July of 2003. See you next week. Phil Parr, I see said the blind man. You picked up his hammer and saw. The Blind Handyman is produced for ACB Radio by Out of Market Productions. 1604 Southwood Drive, Lufkin, Texas. Phone 936 634 9500.